This is Kyle Orton, and you're listening to This Is Purdue. Hi, I'm Kate Young, and you're listening to This Is Purdue, the official podcast for Purdue University. As a Purdue alum and Indiana native, I know firsthand about the family of students and professors who are in it together, persistently pursuing and relentlessly rethinking. Who are the next game changers, difference makers, ceiling breakers, innovators? Who are these boilermakers? Join me as we feature students, faculty, and alumni taking small steps toward their giant leaps and inspiring others to do the same. There's always stuff that hurts your confidence, you know, and guys and girls that can have the short memory and respond to adversity in the right way and use it to fuel their workouts and to give them a goal. You know, those are the people that eventually make it to the top. Boilermakers trying to put the hammer down right now and put this game away. They've got the ball on the 15-yard line. Kyle Orton on this drive is 5 for 5 for 36 yards passing. He came in in relief for Brandon Kirsch in the fourth quarter. A fourth quarter that has seen Ohio State come back to tie the game at 17 apiece. And Joe Tiller right now just waiting and hoping his team can close this game out. Second down and 13. Boyd in the backfield, Davis in motion. Orton to pass, wide open. Touchdown, Purdue! In this episode of This is Purdue, we're talking to former Purdue University and NFL quarterback Kyle Orton. Kyle is part of Purdue's legendary cradle of quarterbacks and was recently inducted into the Indiana Football Hall of Fame. Kyle sat down with our podcast team at the gorgeous Coyote Crossing Golf Club in West Lafayette in early September. It was a beautiful morning for the interview and for the Tyler Trent golf outing that followed, which raised money for the Purdue Center for Cancer Research. In this interview, you'll hear Kyle discuss how former coach Joe Tiller and quarterback Drew Brees inspired him to choose Purdue. You'll also hear about the anticipation and doubt he felt during the 2005 NFL draft and how Purdue prepared him for life after football. Oh, and he also shares what, or really who, inspired him to earn his degree at Purdue after his retirement from the NFL. Kyle, thank you so much for joining us on This is Purdue. How does it feel to be back in Indiana, back in West Lafayette? Is there some nostalgia you're feeling? Yeah, definitely. Just good to see old friends. Tom Shaw uh, had breakfast with him this morning and uh, definitely brings back good memories and uh, seeing people that were so uh, supportive of me and uh, helped me along the way to, you know, get where I got. It's always good to see those people. Kyle is from Iowa, so he grew up in the Midwest. But what attracted him to Purdue? Well, you'll likely recognize these two iconic Boilermakers who made an impact on Kyle. I went to a small high school in Iowa, so I uh, was definitely looking to stay in the Midwest to go to college. When uh, when I was in high school, we were uh, a ground and pound team and only probably threw the ball maybe 13 or 14 times a game. So uh probably started really looking at schools my sophomore, junior year in high school and saw Purdue and Drew Brees and Coach Tiller and the type of offense that they ran. And, you know, early on, really thought to myself that that would be a, a good opportunity for me to, you know, just make myself a better quarterback. 
And you mentioned Drew Brees. What was it like playing after him and kind of following in his footsteps? You know, it was good and it was tough. It really a good experience for me because uh, obviously an unbelievable player and it's tough to always uh, follow those expectations, you know, especially when he's coming off of a great senior season and I'm coming in as a true freshman, a, an 18-year-old kid, and you'd think you'd play pretty good and then you'd go back and compare your game to him, you know, and you'd say, oh boy, you know, you got a long ways to go. So uh, it was. It, it's fun. Uh, he was a big reason why I came to Purdue, he uh, would reach out to me when I was in high school. And I was, I remember that, you know, I was very cool to get a big name college guy, you know, calling you up and say, hey, come to this school. Was he kind of like your mentor along the way? Or? No, you know, I, he was busy with his stuff. You know, uh, obviously we never overlapped outside of a, he was a uh, coach for one of the football camps that I got invited to coming out of high school. So that was probably the most time that I spent one on one with him. He would show me around on recruiting visits and all that stuff when I was in high school still, but he had early success right away in the NFL and obviously doing his thing. And I had early success in college and doing my thing. And it was definitely fun to meet up later and play some good games against him. Coach Tiller has quite a reputation. I know you were really close with him. What was it like playing under Coach Tiller? It was great. He put us in an opportunity to play in huge games, play in a top-notch uh, program but he never really put the pressure on the kids. He uh, always wanted you to have fun, always wanted you to go to the bowl game and enjoy your success, and uh, was uh, just a great coach. I, when I think back at Purdue, pretty much think about coach. Do you have a favorite story or memory? Oh, just lots. You know, probably just, you know, one-on-one -on -one time with him. You know, uh, I think he took a special liking to me. I don't know why. Glad that he did. Actually, when he left Purdue, went back to Wyoming, and I was playing in Denver. Once, twice, maybe three times a year, he'd go to a game in Laramie and then come in on Sunday. Him and Arnett would come in for the game and come in and stay with me and my wife and, and really got to spend uh, time with him in a relationship outside of player and coach, and that was really special. As Kyle mentioned, he grew up in Iowa. So why didn't he just attend that Big Ten University and become a Hawkeye? Why didn't you go to Iowa? Did you ever have your sights set on that? Coach Tiller. They didn't have Coach Tiller. So uh, he was the reason, him and his whole staff, Coach Tiller, Jim Chaney, Greg Olson. Like I said, guys, uh, they made me a lot better football player, but I think they made me a lot better person. And they let me have fun. It was a special, special staff. Kyle is so humble, but you can tell Coach Tiller and the rest of the Purdue football staff really meant a lot to him. As for his favorite memories from being a student at Purdue, Kyle says a lot of his best memories are tied to the relationships he formed over the years. Do you have a favorite memory from your time as a student? Like any spots on campus that you loved or anything that sparks your memory? My whole time at Purdue, you know, pretty much good memories. A lot of great friends. My uh, good friend, David Owen from the football team. He's my, god, uh, my daughter's godfather now. I'm his daughter's godfather. Just all those great relationships and Great relationships with the equipment guys, the unknown guys on a football team. I mean, they were my best friends. You spend so much time at the facility and guys like Eric Lilly and Kyle Gurgley and Michael Shandrick and all these guys that they really put so much time into making your experience easy. And, you know, you become great friends with them. As a freshman, Kyle made his career start at our in-state rival down south. So not only was it an away game against one of our biggest competitors, it was also pouring rain. He reflects on this tough game. The first game that you started in as a freshman, apparently yep. it was pouring rain. Yeah. Tell us about that game. Yeah, in Bloomington, uh, playing against probably one of the best college players ever, uh, Antoine Randall L. 
I think in that game, he was the punt returner, the quarterback, running back. He punted. Just an unbelievable all-around college player. We had a tough time. He was running all over the place, and the field was so wet you would hydroplane. You would really slide and, you know, slide for 10, 12 feet after the play. We had guys sliding all over the place trying to tackle him. Starting the game, I thought, boy, we're going to run the ball every time. You know, it's pouring down rain. Nobody can even grab the football. We start the game, and we had such a hard time taking a snap from underneath the center that we ditched the game plan, and I think we ended up throwing it 65 times that game. My first game, really uh, getting a lot of playing time, and I thought, man, that's why I came to Purdue. You know, that's <laughs> what I wanted to do was throw the ball a lot. Another big win for Kyle and the 2004 Boilermakers football team. Big smile from <laughs> Kyle Orton and his coach Joe Tiller. They've become very close, as we said. A lot of discussions about everything. Football, just a small portion of their relationship now. And he finally gets that big win on the road. Purdue breaks the losing string in Notre Dame Stadium with a decisive victory today over the Irish, snapping Notre Dame's three-game winning streak and pushing the Boilermakers to 4-0 and on the season as they head up to Penn State. The embrace from Coach Willingham. As the final score is Purdue 41, Notre Dame 16, Kyle Orton enhancing his Heisman Trophy credentials today with a sparkling four-touchdown pass performance against the Irish. That's right. As you just heard, Kyle led Purdue to victory at another in-state rival, Notre Dame. It was the first time Purdue football had won in South Bend since 1974, and it hasn't happened since. In 2004, Purdue beat Notre Dame in South Bend. What was the excitement like? And I think we hit the prior time at South Bend. I think we had a really good chance of beating them and had a couple bad breaks and a couple fumbles or close game that we ended up losing. So we thought we had a chance the time before, and we knew we had a good team going into that game. And uh, I remember Taylor Silverfield running scot-free for, you know, 98-yard touchdown or something like that on an audible that we called. And uh, just the excitement with, uh, you know, I got a picture in my office of me and Coach Coming off the sidelines, we were pumped up, and the bus ride home was great. So uh, that was a special game to win up there for sure. So we've already mentioned now two accomplishments for Kyle during his college career. Two big wins. But that certainly isn't all Kyle Orton is known for. Kyle is the only Purdue quarterback to start four consecutive bowl games. In 2001, 2002, and 2004, he started in the Sun Bowl. And in 2003, he started in the Capital One Bowl. And in 2004, he was a Heisman Trophy hopeful early in the season. But when I asked Kyle what he was most proud of during his incredible Purdue career, he said this. I just uh, really, with my whole career, just wanted to be a good teammate. I wanted to try to work as hard as I can and maximize my potential. And, you know, I feel like I did that. So um, all of it's good. Again, could Kyle be any more humble? But for him, it wasn't all sunshine and rainbows throughout his storied college football career. See, during his 2004 season, there was so much promise and hope, but there ended up being some disappointments and injuries along the way too. He started 5-0 and that year. The team was ranked fifth in the nation, and Kyle was the early favorite for the Heisman. But after a heartbreaking loss to Wisconsin at home, that season quickly took a turn. Still, Kyle knew he wanted to go on to play professionally. But the whole NFL draft thing didn't quite go as planned, kind of like that 2004 season. He discusses the anticipation and doubt he felt during that 2005 draft. The draft was really uh, 
to be honest with you, a really low part of my uh, football career, to be honest with you. I thought I had a good college career and thought I was lined up to be a pretty high draft pick. And just for whatever reason, it kind of started sliding. And that first day of the draft back then, you had two days of the draft and had all my friends over for the first day. And, you know, the agent told you, oh, you know, at the very worst, you're going to go third round. Kind of thought I might go late first round. Definitely thought, you know, kind of second round. And boy, that second round goes by and no quarterbacks were called. It was a strange draft. Aaron Rodgers went, you know, really late and everybody started to slide and gets into the third round. And I'm thinking, boy, this might not happen today. And I start, you know, the friends start leaving, you know, and <laughs> next thing you know, it's just you and the family, you know, and you're not drafted and got it called the next day by the Bears and uh, fourth round draft pick. And you're thinking, boy, tough start to the career. And just funny how sports works because, uh, you know, I think two months later, I was a starting quarterback and we won 13 games that year and won the division. And uh, you would have never thought, you know, with the way the draft happened, I would have thought that it was going to take me four years to get back on the field. Did that hurt your confidence at the time? Yeah, there's always stuff that hurts your confidence, you know, and always adversity in sports. And that's really uh, as you move higher and higher into your career and more competitive sports, you know, really. I feel like a lot of people kind of have the same ability, but the guys and girls that can have the short memory and respond to adversity in the right way and use it to fuel their workouts and to give them a goal, you know, those are the people that eventually make it to the top. Kyle's persistence and grit when it came to facing challenges has paid off throughout his life. And I loved his advice right there on overcoming adversity. He went on to have a successful NFL career, most notably with the Chicago Bears. And looking back on your NFL career, how would you describe it? Crazy. Uh, yeah, crazy. Uh, played four years for the Bears and loved it and had a lot of early success. Got on the field right away. Thought, boy, this is going to be just like college. I'm going to just walk in and I'm going to be the guy. Go from a really high high my first year to, boom, I'm number three on the depth chart, you know, my second year. And bummed out. Third year, don't play. And then finally get my opportunity again my fourth year. And I kind of knew it was like now or never, you know, if you wanted to be a starter, you know, you had to play well and played well enough and kind of went on the deal to where, uh, you know, I think uh, my daughter was, she was five and she had lived in six different cities, kind of looked at her and said, I think that's enough. See, after the 2014 NFL season, Kyle knew it was time to hang up the cleats. And for him, it was definitely a family choice. How did you feel when you were tired? Were there mixed emotions there? No, no, uh, not really at all. I, uh, Really wanted to be a committed dad like I had and just played for 10 years, four years in college and blessed to play a game for a job my whole life. And I was pretty healthy. And, you know, like I said, really wanted to be that active dad. And you know, I think I had probably chances to play for another three or four years. And I kind of knew some guys don't know. I definitely knew. Okay. Yep. That's great. Yep. But there was one more thing this devoted husband and father was determined to do after his retirement. And it isn't so much of a what that influenced him to make this decision, but a who. I know that you went back to school to Purdue to earn your degree. Yep. What kind of spurred you to do that? My mother, 100% <laughs> my mom. I think I had 12 hours when I left school, maybe nine hours when I left school. And I believe that somehow hours got added. So I ended up with 15 hours. So I had maybe 15 or 18 hours I had to complete when I was done. And my mom, the first year, Kyle, you're going to do it. Didn't do it the first year. I said, give me, give me one year off, mom. Second year, she came back, said, you're going to do it. And I said, okay, so got it done. I'm really glad that I did and uh, glad that I got it done from the school. What was your major? History. Started did... off in political science and okay. then switched to history. My dad went to law school and was a state employee for Iowa for 30 years and 
didn't know if I wanted to maybe go to law school, teach, or, or do something in politics, but definitely a history major. How did Purdue tee up Kyle for success after professional football? Living all over the place, one thing you'll find is uh, there's Purdue alumni everywhere and uh, always in the business community. So I've made good relationships through that. And, you know, really just college life taught me, whether it was academics or football, just, you know, you got to work hard and you have to stay committed and you have to have goals. And I think if you can do that, you'll be successful. I asked Kyle what role Purdue has played in his life. Boy, colleges just have such a formulative role on your whole life. I mean, what a... You always just wish you could go back to be 17, 18, 19 years, meeting all your friends. I've got such long-term friends from college and just uh, people that have helped form who I am. It's just great memories. And speaking of great, long-lasting friends and relationships, did you ever run into any Boilermakers in the NFL community or play with them against them? Oh, yeah, for sure. We uh, Probably one of the most underrated things about Purdue is how many guys that we put into the NFL. and. Guys that had great careers, I mean, wow, great careers. Uh, Drew, obviously, but man, Matt Light, starting left tackle, pro bowler, just a great player. The list is too long to name all the guys, but uh, you couldn't go many Sundays without uh, playing against the Boilermaker. And always one of my favorites would be going to Kansas City, and Lynn Dawson would always come down after the game and find me in the locker room. Hey, Boilermaker, how you doing? You know, And uh, saw that he passed, and that was very sad. He was a great guy and, uh, and a great Boilermaker. Len Dawson was, like Kyle, a Purdue and NFL quarterback. He played for the Boilermakers in the 1950s and, also like Kyle, won a huge upset against Notre Dame. So what does this Boilermaker community of not only quarterbacks like Len, but the hundreds of thousands of other Purdue graduates mean to Kyle? It's a small community, you know, and that's, like I said, when I was in high school, that's what I was looking for. Now that I've been through my career, I'm back in a small community in Iowa. You know, that's kind of the person that I am. I love being in the Midwest and uh, it really feels a lot like home, you know, 400 miles from Iowa or whatever, but uh, <laughs> driving through the farm towns and stuff, it's, uh, it's pretty similar. When you think about the fans and the Purdue spirit, you know, the band, all the great things that make Purdue Purdue, what does that mean to you? That's great. It's tradition. You know, it's college football, it's college sports and the College athletics is all about tradition. It's all about playing for something and playing for each other. That's really the great part of the game. And does Kyle still keep up with the Boilermaker football team under coach Jeff Brom? Do you still follow the Purdue program closely? I do. I follow them as obviously as close as I follow any college. I'm going to be honest. I hope there's some changes to college football. You know, I think this, the amount of money that's gotten into the game over the last, you know, 10 or 15 years is staggering and it's not the kids money it's the adults that are in the game that make all the money so i really hope that i love amateur athletics and i love college football i really do and i love the tradition of the game i love the indiana purdue game i love the indiana notre dame game i love the nebraska oklahoma game something's got to change for it to happen so i don't think it's going in the right direction right now yeah how would you compare when you were playing to today pressure pressure for kids Pressure, obviously, for the coaches because they make so much money that it's a right now deal. The problem is that people look up to the college. So my son looks up to the NCAA and high schools do, and it seeps down. So, so much pressure now in youth sports and it seeps into high school. So I just, I hope the leaders in the NCAA realize that it's an amateur game. Academics are important and that Come Sunday, if you want to get paid and make the big money, that's played in the NFL. When you play college athletics, the time requirements for that sport are such that you cannot have a second job. 
So I want those kids to be able to make money. No doubt about it. To wrap it up, I asked Kyle what he was most proud of during his professional NFL career. And he answered like the wonderful, humble teammate, husband, and dad he is. I guess I'm proud that I was, I think, uh, outside of the one stop in Kansas City, I think I was the captain on every team that I've played for. You know, so I think I always had the respect of my teammates and any job that you're really in, you know, you're, you're searching for the respect of your peers. And, you know, I think I had that. Had a nice career. And like I said, it was a crazy life. It's a great job for a 25-year-old without kids and all that <laughs> stuff. And did it while I could do it and got out while I could. Are your kids entering the age where they would be interested in college? Do they have any interest? No, I got in- a 10-year-old daughter and uh, okay. who's a great horseback rider oh. and a uh, little outdoorsman. And then a six-year-old son who's just getting into sports himself and getting into football. And he's so pumped up to come to the game this week and then drive up to Chicago and get to go to the Bears game. So uh, he's going to have some big guys for sure come this weekend. Okay, so they're a little too young to be be looking at colleges, but I hope they come to Purdue. So my wife's from Uh, LSU, so it'll be, uh, she's all in there about Baton Rouge and go Tigers, but I think my son will probably listen to me when it comes to that. We hope to have a little Orton on the football team again. Is there anything else you want to say to the fans, to the Purdue community? Thank you for the support over all the years. I had a great time when I was playing and definitely fun to turn on Boilermaker football and watch them when they were playing. We had such a fun time talking to Kyle and we want to extend our congratulations again to him for being inducted into the Indiana Football Hall of Fame. You can watch our full video interview overlooking the course at Coyote Crossing Golf Club on YouTube. Just head over to youtube.com slash Purdue. Thanks for listening to This is Purdue. For more information on this episode, visit our website at purdue.edu slash podcast. There you can head over to your favorite podcast app to subscribe and leave us a review. And as always, boiler up.